Because I realized I didn't do that on the last episode. I didn't even get my name. Like, what what was I doing? So let me go ahead and let you know you have episode two of the Emerging Billionaire podcast kicking in your ear right now. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. It means so much to me, man. Now, 
please allow me to introduce myself. I go by the name of Pat. Pat, what up? And I am proud and humbled to be your host of this here podcast, the Emerging Billionaire Podcast. And thank you all again for tuning in and listening and rocking with your boy. I really appreciate it. Okay, let's get right into it, man. There's so much that I missed being able to talk about, man, since I dropped the last episode. So much news has happened. So much has transpired within the culture that I'm pressed that I... If I were to talk about it right now, I would be giving you guys outdated information because we know in this world we live in, this society we live in, news literally changes, not even by the day. I was about to say by the day, but damn near by the hour, man. One hour, this headline has our attention and then something else transpires and all our attention shifts over to this headline. And that's just the way the world works. So I would like to go ahead and talk about the stuff. Matter of fact. I'm not going to go deep into it. I'm not going to give crazy deep dives because we don't heard all the details of all these stories. But I got to just let y'all know how I feel about a lot of these situations that have been going. Starting off with my boy, 21 Savage. Okay. First of all, let me cue up a round of applause because that boy is a free man once again. That is that is great news. Uh for just you don't even got to be a fan of 21 Savage but once you heard the story of him finding out that you know he overstayed his visa and it was news to us that he wasn't born in the US and he's really from the UK he came over here at whatever age he came and who up the bam yada 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 whatever the details behind the story was all that matters right now in this very moment I'm pretty sure for him all that matters in this very moment is that the boy is free, man. He's back home. Shout out to Tony One Savage. Uh, hopefully, he's surrounded about or around nothing but love and positivity and people that's just keeping him sharp and making sure that he's, you know, doing what he has to do to move past the situation so his career can progress as we have seen it doing. So that's dope. But I can't talk about this situation and not shout out. One of the greatest rappers. Matter of fact, we can't even categorize this man as a rapper no more because he done broke down so many barriers. Shout out that man, Sean Carter, a.k.a. Jay-Z, a.k.a. Ho, for doing his thing uh, and, and taking money out of his own pockets and making sure that 21 was was straight legally. I, from what I read, that the, the legal team that he got, the fees amounted to over a million dollars that yo that ain't no chump change that ain't something you just toss in and you keep moving yo that takes some deliberation and that takes love from a place that a lot of people don't have that type of love so let's get a round of applause for this man sean carter aka jay-z for doing his thing as a black man in this society where he may not even have the best relationship with 21, but he saw a brother in distress in a situation that is very, very, very serious and could have been very detrimental to not just his, his career, but to his freedom as an individual. Jay-Z decided to step in and, and made sure that bro was straight. So that's true. That's true love, man. That is really the epitome of what we are placed on this earth to do, to love people. Now, I'm, I'm not saying we're placed on this earth to send a million dollars 
through the cash app if somebody gets into some trouble. I'm not saying that's what our purpose is, but we are here to help people who are in situations where they can't find help for themselves. They can't tend for themselves. So, you know, we can all take a take take down some notes from the book of book of Hove and just really acknowledge and admire what type of stand up guy he is. You know, that's super dope. I I let me see what else in other news. Uh, let me talk about um, Buddy from Empire, man. Let, let me get in, let me get into that real quick. Jesse Smollett, um, he played what's his name? I don't even remember dude's name on the show Empire, but it, you all know he's been in the news because he. Uh, no, I can't even. I don't even know what words to use. I can't even say allegedly because it's a lie. Like it's confirmed that it's a lie. So this man created a story that the story started off as he was a victim of a hate crime. He said it was a hate crime driven by homophobic and racist hate, and they decided to take it out on him by beating him. They threw bleach on him. They said they tied a, a rope around his neck, a noose, something like that. Yo, he pulled every card you could think of. Yo, he he said they had MAGA hats. They were Trump supporters. They called him the N-word, all of that. This man really just made it to the point where you could not ignore the story because if this was true, this had to be taken care of. Now, in retrospect, looking back at it in hindsight, I can't believe we even believed the story to begin with. But I ain't going to lie. He didn't have me because something wasn't adding up. How are you going to tell me that at two in the morning on your way to Subway, you run into two Trump supporters who watch Empire so much that they recognize you at nighttime in the dark at two in the morning outside of a Subway in Chicago? And they decided to just just jump you right then and there. Oh, and by the way, we got this bleach and this rope. Wow, that's convenient. Let's use this on this nigga. Like, who... You know what kind of mind you have to have to come up with a story like that? This man needs to be writing. He needs to be a writer for Empire. Forget the acting, bro. We cool on that. You need to get behind the scenes. Because clearly you have an imagination out of this world. But I'm off to making jokes because... The situation is a serious one, whether his situation is true or not. There are victims of hate crimes. There are people who are on the disappointing end of homophobia, who are on the disappointing end of racism and have to deal with these situations that this idiot chose to lie about and stir up fake outrage and and outrage marketing. This man chose to just just arrest the attention of the entire nation with lies. So it's understandable. Let's fast forward now. This man is in custody. He has been charged with I'm not sure what the exact charge is, but I do know he will be doing some jail time for creating a false police report and filing a false police report and basically in simple terms, wasting the time of everybody who thought that this man was serious. 
right now what grown man is going through something so traumatic and so just nerve-wracking that you have to come up with a lie this extreme i don't know i hope bro is good mentally i did read something that he said he's dealing with a drug problem and you know he was gonna try to find a way to justify this situation you can't just come out with this bold-faced lie where to the point it was such a lie and you kept the lie so close to his, he kept the lie so close to his chest that his castmates, his family, his friends were even like, yo, this is crazy. Like they believed them. They believed this man. So imagine the the type of backlash and just retaliation that's gonna like come out of this situation for Jesse. Like I don't know what he thought the end game was going to be. I didn't know. I know that he did this because he said he was being written off the show of Empire. But I don't. I don't. I don't see how this equates. Like I don't see what this lie that he created was going to have to do with him being written off of the show. Like I'm very, very confused. Maybe I'm not smart enough to piece it together, and I don't know what I'm really looking at. But to me, it sounds like bro just jagged. He tweet. Now he got to do his time, and his career is definitely going to take uh, a nice, a really, really nice break for a minute because, I mean, this just seems like the type of guy, you know what I'm saying, you don't really want to be associated with, you don't really want to work with. So that's crazy. Um, I'm not going super deep into these topics because I'm trying to speed past them because this is all stuff we've heard. I just want to be able to let you guys know that I heard it as well, and I want to see what you guys think about it. Um, what else happened in the news, man? Let me see. Oh, the Grammys, the Grammys, the Grammys, the Grammys. Okay. All right. Let me, let me talk into the, about the Grammys, man. Um, so let me start it off with the beginning. Uh, I watched the entire show because I was bored and I had nothing else to do. I was just sitting there doing homework. I'm like, why not? Let me just let the Grammys play as background noise. And it was cool. It was really cool. Um, Shout out to Alicia Keys. First of all, yo, Alicia Keys, so fine, man. Like, I always knew it, but, like, I grew up when Alicia Keys was, like, making hit after hit after hit. And I was still a little kid at the time, you know, so all I hear is her voice. I never really saw her like that. But, yo, Swizz Beats, my brother, you winning, man. Shout out to you for real because you you got you one. You for real. She's, she's, she's great. Um... I will say that I thought she was going to be a very, very boring host. Like, when I hear the name Alicia Keys, her her personality and, like, her charisma isn't the first thing that pops into your head, right? We don't know if she, she cold, if she like that with the jokes, you know what I'm saying? We don't know if she's able to, like, entertain the crowd outside of creating music and outside of being a musician. But, yo, I got to say... She did her thing, man. Like, she was very, very interesting. She kept it engaging. She showed love to everybody who performed, everybody who was there, simply just to be there. Uh, she really just gave, like, a real eccentric vibe to the to the show. Like, and that's really hard to do. And, and the Grammys, some call it the biggest night in music. So you have all of these stars, all of these egos under one roof, where they're all sitting there, they all tense, they shoulders tight because they want to know if they're about to win the award or who's going to be looking at them, if the camera's on them, this and that. And she just kept the vibe just real cool, man. I, I rocked with it a lot. 
She was dope. Um, the way she came out was very smart and very strategic and well calculated because she brought out Michelle Obama, Jada Pinkett Smith, Je Jennifer Lopez, Lady Gaga. She brought out like just women that everybody loves. You can't. These are women you can't boo. You can't boo Michelle Obama. Like, come on now. You can't do that. So she was very smart with that. She showed love to everybody. Um, yeah, shout out Alicia Keys. That was super dope. She was a great host. Definitely was not expecting that, but I'm glad she did. I'm glad the Grammy shows to go with her. I'm not sure if they had somebody else in mind before that, but uh, they did the right thing by picking her for sure. Now, let me get into these awards, man. So, Cardi B, oh, gotta yo, gotta give a round of applause for Cardi B. Let me cue that up right now. Shorty is gonna have the, the dopest. Uh, whatever documentary you want to throw at her. Well, I was going to say a 30 for 30, but that's for sports. Yo, she's going to have the craziest Lifetime movie ever, bro, because her story is so unique and it's so rapid and so in such a short frame of time that it's just so dope to be able to say that we witnessed. But... She went from being whatever she was doing, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going I'm not in her business. I'm not really a follower of Cardi B, but as a follower of the culture, like to see where she's at now, like she didn't just blow up a little bit and now she's out of the trenches of where she was and she's kind of doing but no, she might be arguably the biggest pop star in the world right now. So to see her not only just perform but to actually be included in the night by taking home rap album of the year. Uh, and I'm going to get into that in a second. But I'm still glad that she was awarded something. And that was the award that they chose to give her. And hey, there it is. Can't nobody say nothing to her. Like she literally now has hardwood to back it up to say that she is one of the dopest in the game right now. So. That's good. Shout out to her. I'm glad to see her doing her thing. Uh, you just gotta, you just gotta love Cardi, man. Straight up. Like she, she be doing her thing. She, she's definitely a hard worker. So she's earned everything that she's gotten. So shout out to her. Now I do have a slight beef with Cardi B winning Rap Album of the Year. I was hoping she was gonna take home another award. I'm not sure what else she was nominated for. I know she had more than just that one for sure, but I was hoping that rap album of the year either went to Nipsey Hussle, Pusha T, or Travis, right? Um, Nipsey, Victory Lap was a very, very good rap album. Daytona was a superb rap album. If you're talking about the epitome of what rap albums should sound like, Daytona may have been the best we've heard this year or last year in 2018 since that's what they were going off of. Um, but Astroworld, man, was was just on some whole other type of shit, man, for real. Like You can tell Travis put his heart and soul in the Astroworld just rollout um, and, of course, the actual album itself, like... Every song is a hit. I remember the first day I listened to it. He had just performed at Lala. He dropped it um, right after his set at Lala. 
We fresh out of Travis's set. I'm on the train back to the crib to get to my car and stuff like that. And I just let it play. And, yo, it, it, I remember just being in awe at how cold Travis has gotten with creating music. And then I had the opportunity to go see him uh, at the United Center when he was on his World tour. And just to see his artistic expression be brought to life in that type of way, in that aspect, is ridiculous. Like, this man is really in his bag right now. It's dope to see him come from Days Before Rodeo to this Astroworld Travis. He's a little too mainstream for me now. Like, his fan base is mad annoying. I'm sorry if you're listening and you're a Travis fan. You you know who I'm talking about because he has that group of uh, obnoxious, rich, white kids that don't know hip-hop, but they love Travis, so their parents get them the, the flyest seats in the whole stadium, and they right there, don't even know the words, saying nigga, all, like, all this crazy stuff. But, I mean, yo, Travis, that's just something you got to applaud about him. He brings these different demographics together through his music. So that's dope. Kind of reminds me of somebody. Hmm, Kanye West. But I'm not even going to get into that. Um, Yeah, so I think Travis, Push, or Nipsey should have taken that award for Rap Album of the Year home. But, like I said, you can't even be mad at Cardi, man. Like, she just can't lose. You can't, you can't be upset at her W's that she's taking right now. So shout out to Cardi. Um, that's really all I want to highlight outside of, oh, yo, her, her one R&B album of the year off an EP. She let us know that, yo, this ain't, this ain't even an album, bro. This is an EP. I'm just warming up. And that's super dope. Like, her is a very, very great artist. She's young as hell. I think she's my age. She might be 21. She may be a little, a little younger. I don't even know. But her is very, very talented. She has a very long and fruitful career ahead of her so that's what's up um damn what else man happened at the grammys i feel like so much happened no i feel like not enough happened man i miss award shows when you watch because you knew it was somebody in the audience that was gonna just do something out of out of character bro like it was just gonna be somebody in the audience that did some off the wall shit that you just had to stay glued to your screen so you ain't miss it and you was able to laugh about it with everybody else. Like when 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 Ye interrupted Swift or like when Fifty was finna uh interrupt whoever won um best new artist or whatever. Like it is moments like that that make you miss the old ways of award shows, like for real. Um yeah, so I'm I'm off the Grammys now, man. It was it was a solid show. Uh, next year, I would like to see. 2018 was just a crazy year in music. Like so much music had came out of 2018, bro. I'm pretty sure every major artist that we all love, no matter what type of music you like, every major artist came out with something. Hov and Beyonce came out with a with a joint album. Ye produced so many albums. Travis dropped. Drake dropped. Yeah, it was just so much going on. Uh, Rocky dropped some stuff. Like it was just, it was just super dope. Uh, a dope year in music, and I'm scared because that kind of means that 2019 might not be that hot of a year in music because we know that artists don't really put out joints like that no more. Um, so I don't know, but to get into some more topics and trying to. A good segue into that. 
since it may not be a great year in music, it's definitely going to be a super busty year in film. Um, not just this year, but next year and the year after that because there's so much dropping. I've done watched so many trailers, man, that's coming out. Yo, like, let me let me start it off because I'm, I'm just overly just excited about all the movies that's going to drop. Uh, Jordan Peele is dropping his follow-up to Get Out with a new movie called Us. The trailer got so much love. It had everybody speculating about, whoa, what did, wait, I wonder what he's going to do this time. Um, he kind of gave you the gist of what the movie, the premise of the movie is in the trailer. But Jordan Peele is, is super cold at this filmmaking shit. So you know he has some more stuff up his sleeve. The way he had, I, I got five on it playing, and he's kind of twisted it into a way that just it makes it sound like it's a song that belongs in a horror film movie. The dude just knows what he's doing, man. So I'm ex definitely excited to see that. I'm not sure when that drops, but I'm, I'm assuming like within the next two to three months, hopefully maybe right before the summertime. Then you also got the live action of The Lion King dropping this summer. You got uh, Avengers Endgame dropping. You got a new Spider-Man joint coming out. You got uh, live action Aladdin coming out. Yo, it's just so many movies. And they just announced that Space Jam 2 will be coming out in July of 2021. Yeah, that won't, of course, it's not this year. But that's definitely something dope uh, to be looking forward to. Like, I'm interested to see. Yo, I already know how niggas are, man. They about to twist this GOAT conversation of who Mike, Michael LeBron and somehow this Space Jam sequel is going to be thrown into the conversation. I don't know how it's going to be thrown in and how it's going to be twisted and freaked like that, but knowing niggas, they going to find a way. So I feel like LeBron got to win the Oscar off this damn movie. I'm telling y'all right now, right here on the Emerging Being podcast, LeBron has to win a damn Oscar for Space Jam 2 to solidify that aspect of him being the GOAT in comparison to Michael Jordan. And if honest, if we being honest, Kobe, Kobe already has an Oscar. He does for his short film, that little documentary that they made on him. Bro won the Oscar. So while we over here arguing who better, Mike or, or LeBron, and we narrowing it down to Space Jam, Kobe got his Oscar in the hand. He over there booing. So it's just like, what are we really arguing, man? I, I'm tired of the GOAT conversations. I, I like LeBron, and that's crazy for me to say because I used to hate that man being a Bulls fan growing up. But I've grown to, you know, mature. So I, I do like LeBron. I, I definitely understand and I am aware of how great of a player he is. I've done my homework on Mike. I know that boy was cold as hell. You ain't even got to tell me. And I also was able to watch Kobe growing up. So I don't understand why we can't just allow these three players to coexist in their separate ways. But hey, we live in a world where it's got to be somebody better than the next person. So I get it. Now, I do not know how I just went from talking about music to talking about movies to talking about LeBron James, Michael Jordan, and Kobe Bryant. I'm still new to this podcast and shit, man. Bear with me. I'm trying to get better each and every opportunity that I sit in front of this mic and record. So, trust me, yo. Hey, and for y'all who rocking with me right now, G, right now, I'm telling you, we just getting started. I'm trying to get cold on this editing tip. I'm trying to get cold on recording, on all these, these technical issues that I got to deal with. 
So it's a growing process as I go deeper and deeper into this new new journey of podcasting. But yo, I better believe a year from now, man, we're gonna look back at these episodes and be like, damn, like this this really blew up to become something. I honestly believe this is gonna be something great. Something that I'm proud that I started. Uh yeah, so I, I'm not gonna keep this episode too too long. We almost inching up to 30 minutes. Which is solid for me to be talking about myself. Yo, get, get, let me give myself a round of applause, man. Because I didn't think I was going to be able to go for this long. Pause. That's what she said. Uh, so I'm definitely glad that it, it worked out like this. This is solid, man. Matter of fact, I'm going to just go ahead and cut it off right here. I'm going to let this uh, beat rock. Yep. And then... Let me just go ahead and thank you guys once again for rocking with the Emerging Billionaire Podcast. I hope this was an episode that kind of sparked some interest in you. I know it probably wasn't the most exciting episode. I didn't make it as fun as I wanted it to be. But I gave you guys something. I'm glad that I was able to create yet another episode to upload. Whether you guys listen to it or not, hey, I'm going to just keep on building this catalog of episodes that I'm building. And I'm going to make it happen, man. So I thank you guys for allowing me to let this be something that I can share with you all. And I look forward to seeing you guys next episode. And hopefully it won't take as long as this one did. Thank y'all so much. I love y'all, man. Y'all be smooth out there. All right.